information from one neuron flows to another neuron across a synapse. Welcome to Synapse, episode number 25. Olaf, how are you? Oh, amazing, amazing. Wow, it was a great week, uh, especially with some weird news. And the back of the return of Synapse from last week has been very okay, actually. Yeah, it, it, it was a good experience. And till now, I've been only getting good reviews about them. The only complaint is about my name, because... <laughs> Uh, My name because, is not actually Olaf, but I use it as... Yeah, it's uh, nicer, probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just because of that, you're never going to find out my real name. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, we have several news. Yeah. And, again, an interview at the end, plus a review from the, some concert you were also yeah, participating. Yeah. And... Let's just start with the news Let's because the news. Uh, we have uh, several that we have to go through. And because we are listening to you and we got somebody saying, why don't you cut out the sound bites in between headlines? Okay, we're going to cut them down. We're going to go just through the news. And uh, we have to start with one that is fighting for the drama of 2017, <laughs> according to some. The soap opera. Yes. Winterson. Winterson. Uh, started a crowdfunding campaign and they have actually quite some success or actually a lot of success because they got congratulated by Indiegogo, which is where they had their campaign saying that they are the second project in the platform uh, obtaining, uh, speaking about music for music projects, uh, getting all that amount of money. So, The idea is that Winterson opened a crowdfunding campaign in order to raise money to build up <laughs> their own studio and third album called The Forest Seasons. Now, that sounds pretty okay till now, right? Until now, it's like, well, it sounds okay, but at the same time, I don't know, because the first part of building their own studio, That's it's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> now, the thing is, in their... Uh, rewards or in their perks, Winterson had only two packages, a 50 euro package and a 20 euro package. So uh, it includes, for example, in the 50 euro, you had the Four Seasons, the new album, which is going to be released, and also the 5K booklet quality, uh, then the instrumental version of the album, you're going to get the isolated tracks. Uh, a 1.5, uh, the remaster of the Time One uh, album, then the Winterson 2.0 remaster, then Winterson Live at Tusca 2013, and Winterson Loneliness, and some acoustic free bonus, and so on. The 20 euro included a little less, but the point here is, when you start to check their campaign, and you see exactly what they are going to use the money for, That's where it gets really beautiful. Yes. <laughs> it says something like this. First thing is to get the property. So they want to build a studio, but they don't have the property. So they want to allocate 100,000 euros for the property. Then, to, for creating the building, for constructing the so building. So they need the land. They want to build a building. Yes, and then want to construct the studio inside. 
<laughs> so it's 250,000 euros for the building. Uh, the construction of the studio, 150,000 euros. And additional costs, which includes Finnish taxes, of course, because and Indiegogo the taxes, fees can yeah, also yeah. pay for that. And the Indiegogo fee, uh, platform fee of 5%, and the credit card fee, which is 3%. <laughs> that it's a total of 250,000 euros as well. That so, makes a total of 750,000 euros. That was the, the main objective. And <laughs> to raise uh, all this money, they are planning to do three massive crowdfunding campaigns. Like this one, which was the first one. Yeah, but this one, uh, it was a huge success. It, it, that's the in- interesting part. And that's where all this debate started among fans and people because... Uh, They thought of making three campaigns of 150,000 each to, as a goal. But tell but them how much they... In the first one, right now, <laughs> until today, uh, which we are recording, is 431,740 euros. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now, it's uh, amazingly It's stupid. amazing. <laughs> but, you know, what's the main point also here? The album is not only being re- going to be released like this. But also with they the are label. Signed with Nuclear Blast, which is a big label. So it's not like, I don't think Nuclear Blast was not going to fund their new album. In fact, Nuclear Blast will release the album. And, maybe and it's going to be cheaper than the 50 euro you are paying. Of course, you're getting more perks for it, for sure. I, But if you were only interested in the music... Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you with this one because... I, I know about this kind of campaigns. I mean, Noble Viscaris oh, has done it. but We they, have them in the news later. But yeah, yeah, but they have done it whole different. I totally. Mean, they're not they're not trying to, to get a new house and buy a new studio <laughs> and everything. I mean, they did it on Patreon. And oh, I yeah. think the, the, the most expensive package is like $250, but there were only five available. But that included like really hardcore stuff like when they come to visit the city they take you out for a dinner they call you once a month yeah. to tell you what they're doing and how they're spending your money but they <laughs> they, they, they they made a, a simple calculation they were like yeah okay we're this many in the band we should be earning the the salary of the, the one guy who works at mcdonald's and that would be enough for them that, uh-huh. that was their uh-huh. goal to have a minimum wage because after the touring they lost uh I think most of them lost their jobs. Uh, and they well, were, it was a big tour. Yeah, that's true. Now, would, would you like to hear what they said in the thank you video? Yes. <laughs> okay, let's listen a bit. Hi, guys. Yari here. We did it. We did it, guys. Like we always believed we would <laughs> if we worked on this together. We couldn't have done this without you. I guess it's safe to say we broke some records and made some history together. Now we are one big step closer to our dream. But the work will still continue. There's still a lot to be done. We hope you were entertained during our <laughs> campaign. But now we are asking just a little bit of patience to hang on until July. But don't worry, we'll keep you updated about the new exciting things. Okay. And we uh, still need $300,000. <laughs> I was expecting something like that myself. And don't take me wrong, I like Winterson. I like their music yeah, personally. It's okay. 
But <laughs> I hope you had fun giving me your money. I mean, so that sounds like that to me, honestly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> you can see see them planning how it's like a family planning their dream home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the funny part is in the thank you video, they're having also some. Um, they had to put subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he is obviously he looks like he's reading and well it's okay let's say I mean there's people that say just if you don't like it don't donate yeah that, that that's and true and that's true that's true but I think it was a little bit uh, I, I think it's pretty far fetched with this yeah, one yeah I mean the, the, the sum itself it's really I think, big I mean <laughs> yeah for example I would have donated have you heard about a crowdfunding campaign about building Minas Tirith? No. Two architects made a crowdfunding campaign to build up Minas Tirith in real size yeah, from Lord of them. the Rings. Well, they yeah. got like a 1 million euros or something in that donations. And so nice. for that, I would have donated because you would have a free room to visit, a free visit, let's say, if you nice. donate and so on. But <laughs> from that to <laughs> them building their own home, we should make a campaign as well. I don't know if we would be successful but. actually i'm looking for a house you guys so i'm gonna start a uh, we're looking for a new studio totally independent <laughs> studio to build as well ourselves so <laughs> if you can help us we're, we're not gonna have like donations for 50 euros and 20 no. we're gonna be more ambitious so we're gonna go with one thousand five hundred and three thousand and we're gonna put a little um uh, piggy box you know <laughs> yeah. outside of one, one door we will give you the address and you will come and just put the money there <laughs> and I promise you I will have pictures of all of you on one wall yes for when sure. I go to sleep in my new well, my goal is 2.5 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I wish them luck with this I mean well yeah of course it's but I think it's uh, I think their main goal is like he said in the video is to break off from nuclear blast I probably think, probably now, See, do you uh, think that's wise? Uh, I mean, I know that nowadays it's not really needed to have a record label. There's a lot of things that you can do without a record label. There's this kind of service which is not sponsoring us, but hey, DistroKid, if you would like to sponsor us, you're welcome. Uh, you can pay an annual fee and they also make distribution for you and uh, without taking any commission and you get all the royalties to you, all the fun. I think it's going to be a bit harder because you're going to uh, rely only on your hardcore fr uh, fans with, mm -hmm. with this kind of uh, archetype. You, you can still make it, right? Especially big bands like, well, they're, it's they're not a big, like band, yes. big. I mean, they're known, they're not really like, no, fully big no. commercial, but I think they could make it. Yeah, I think they could make it as well, but um, I think leaving a label as big as Nuclear Blast is, you have to think about all the connection and relations that they have. And with. they manage a lot of things also for you. Exactly. Publicity, uh, everything, wow, everything actually. Press, yeah. everything. I wish them luck. I find it really yeah. funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> good luck to Winterson and the fans that uh, participated. Well, good job supporting your band if you like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're not judging you for donating. We just no. find it funny. We have in Dark Mind Radio. We have actually donated money to other bands like Computer Mind and other people that have made crowdfunding campaigns. We have donated as well. Yeah, when we consider that is actually an interesting cause, supporting mm -hmm. small bands. Or, yeah. But oh, I wish them good luck, Winterstone, with with everything. <laughs> and let's move on to the next news. 
Paradise Lost. Because uh, when we have been doing uh, signups in the past, the new the, the album that they released, Paradise Lost, uh, which uh, it's also again through Nuclear Blast, interestingly enough, uh, it was really good. I, we liked a lot the cover and the video, and the, which was the plague within. Mm -hmm. uh, really, really good. Uh, we liked the new, yeah, the new uh, album. Now they start again to make a new one, and this is uh, some good news for the, all the people that like Paradise Lost. They have a big fan base, and. They have been expecting for Paradise Lost. It's like they they came back with a previous album. Yeah, exactly. It was kind of kind of a rebirth for them. A rebirth, and so now it's a bit exciting. I don't know what you think if you ever like Paradise Lost or not. I used to listen a lot of Paradise Lost when I was younger. So uh -huh. um, I lost interest along the way, but the, the last album I found I found really interesting. Mm -hmm. That's why it it drew me back. I I was exactly in the same situation uh, while my white hair started to grow. I lost interest in them because they went out of what they used to do. But after the release of uh, The Plague Within, I came totally back to, yeah, to listen to them. Good. It was really good. And, well, the rest of the details about the, the record will now be released by Nuclear Blast. And in the meantime, they have uh, live dates planned for 2017. And they have quite some, actually, across Europe. Russia, France, Spain, Greece, Sweden, Germany, Austria, Belgium. And again, you know, the more uh, opener festivals and festivals around mm. in Germany, I mean, practically around Europe is the, uh, from May to November, August, practically all the main summer festivals starting to to happen. And, well, if you are interested in Paradise Lost, go check them, check their uh, Facebook, their website, and you will be able to follow up with the news that they have. And if we have any news as well, we will... Let you know. Yeah, exactly. And next. Yeah, so we have Body Count releasing a new album, Bloodlust. So uh -huh. you're you're familiar with Body Count, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, also in my young times, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've listened to to their uh, release song like Black Hoodie, and uh -huh. um, I think they're getting more and more aggressive as years go by yeah i mean they have max cavalera singing on on this record in the new one that is going to be released yeah wow i didn't know that nice so um if you're on on, on that area like listening to stock mojo or uh -huh, uh -huh. those kinds of bands this will this is going to be right up your alley i i think i already pre-ordered it so yeah and it's going to be released via century media Records. yeah exactly um <laughs> They they have a video for uh, for Black Hoodie. Uh -huh. uh, mostly they they talk about police brutality and like they they got known. Yeah, exactly. For so Black Hoodie actually talks about that. Then there are some black friends drinking beer and a silence uh -huh. start, and one of them just runs without reason, even though he didn't do nothing, and they shot him, and they they just sing about that. Uh, yeah. but, but it's a common it's a common theme with with uh, with body count and sadly it's it's a recurring theme in in US with with this uh, uh -huh. police brutality and racial profiling. I'm I'm really not in uh, in the right position to to judge because I'm not living there. But uh -huh. that sounds pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a very interesting. Uh, a statement by Ice T, 
saying that uh, the band wanted to get back together. The band lives in LA. Mm -hmm. He lives in New Jersey. So Ernie, the guitarist, was calling him all the time saying, let's rock and roll. And he said that, well, I, he didn't want to do a mixtape. And he didn't want to do another album unless he write the music. Because on the previous album in 2006, he kind of just mailed it in. Yeah. Uh, they wrote the music in LA, the members of the band, they sent him the tracks, he wrote the lyrics, and that's it. Just walked away. He didn't mix it, he didn't get involved in anything. And the record, he says, suffered. Yeah, of course. And he said that I don't want uh, to do another one uh, you uh, unless we had a real shot at making a good record together. And seems that they did, and let's see. I'm very interested in see how they sound now. I told you, it's more aggressive than ever. So they really did a good job with, with this album. I'm, I cannot wait to, to be able to, to go through the whole album and, and listen it. And you will have also my, uh, my reaction when, when I get to listen it. <laughs> yeah, we were going to talk about it. We're going to review even the, the CD. Yeah. And, well, anything else about uh, Body Count? Oh, just listen to Black Hoodie. It's really, really good, the song. Okay, so we move to the next one. Neobliviscaris. Wow, I like this band a lot. Yeah. Oh, my God. In fact, we went together to see them. Uh, we met there uh, oh. one year ago, two years ago. How, much, how long how was that? I think two years ago. No, one and a half years ago. One and a half years ago, they came uh, as oh. support act. For Cradle of Field. Cradle of Field, which... <laughs> was a disaster. Was a disaster, yeah. <laughs> Cradle of Field was a disaster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Neobliscaris was, wow. Amazing, as, as, as always. I mean... They put all the uh, audience really, really pumped up. And we were talking about them because of their Patreon account. Exactly. And they have been setting up, actually, I do believe, a way for new bands to fund themselves and try to survive by doing music. With the Patreon account. Exactly. And they're still in agreement and in good terms with their label. So they, they yes. discussed this prior with the label. And mm -hmm. they were like, yeah, okay, can we still? And they get the percentage of the label doing all the stuff that they uh -huh. used to do before. But they're producing themselves, actually. So they're back in the studio. This is going to be the next album after Citadel. Uh, that was released in 2014. And it's the third album, actually, for them. I'm really curious the, about that. Yeah. Now... Early this year, they separated from the bass player, yeah, that's Brendan Cygnus, uh, Cygnus Brown. But I think they got uh, already somebody to, to, replace to replace. They are awesome musicians. I mean, all of them are from the music conservatory, uh, trained musicians. And <laughs> there's a funny picture of the drummer, which doesn't look very happy, actually. <laughs> He looks actually pretty sad. But... <laughs> It's so good. I mean, I think uh, I, I'll be waiting for DCD. Oh, yes, of course. Well, for sure, to, for it to be released. And if you would like to support Neobliviscaris, yeah. go to their Patreon yeah. uh, page. And you can donate there. I think they have... Uh, how much is the minimum package they have there? I think five, five dollars. $5, I yeah. think, is the minimum. And it's good enough. You get all the updates and um, actually, um, there's uh, an exclusive content for each level that you get on Patreon. Uh -huh. So if you're uh, in a in a higher level, one of the guys cooks for you and shows you. It, 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 they film themselves <laughs> how they cook and they make Neobliviscaris recipes and something like that. So 
um, it's pretty, pretty interesting. That reminds me, uh, when we were uh, donating and supporting uh, Computer Mind, uh, they were giving, they were offering one of the biggest packages was, we go to your town and make a barbecue for you. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, actually I was checking out, the minimum actually is $1. Uh, and uh, one you become dollar. an official member. Yeah. In return for this, you get uh, access to exclusive giveaways, competitions, and a warm, fuzzy feeling inside. <laughs> that sounds weird, but every dollar, no matter how big, counts. And, and it's true. And they still haven't reached their goal that they have. So, No. But they have already 1,039 patrons. And they are making right now $10,000 a, $10, a month. That's really good. Uh, we should also... Con- Actually... We tried a Patreon thing at the beginning, very, very beginning of uh, Dark Mind Radio. And did it work? No. <laughs> Because we were at the very beginning. <laughs> okay. Maybe we should do that one now. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Minimum 1,500 euros. Whoa, we would be dedicated only to do this without any other jobs. Uh, I would say, fuck my job, I will do only the radio <laughs> and the podcasts. But <laughs> yeah, they have $5. They have ten dollars, twenty-five. Let's see that most oh, expensive, which is two hundred and fifty. Two hundred fifty. Whoa! But I think it's—is it still open? The- Let's see. Uh, I think it's still open. Yeah. But you get a lot of stuff, actually. Five out of ten. Oh, you get a lot of stuff. You get grand the level of grandmaster, <laughs> and you get to be part of the inner circle. Of, that reminds me of the movie of the fuckers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the inner circle of trust. That <laughs> so, you know. so they will Skype call you with updates. You get oh. free unlimited tickets for you and your For their shows. So, <laughs> so cool. Every time they play around, you can go in for free. Yeah. Uh, you get to help. Choose our set list. Choose the set list we play <laughs> in your town. That sounds nice. Grandmaster T-shirt upon signing up. Grandmaster lanyard, nice. Uh, signed uh, Dan Presland signature drumsticks. After two months of ongoing membership, of course. Uh, a Grandmaster signed poster. After three months of ongoing membership. Additional free merch uh, item of your choice every six months. Not bad, actually. And a personal thank you in the liner notes of our upcoming album. This is a very good thing that they do in the albums. For example, for Computer Mind, they made for us, for the money we donated, a haiku poem for Darkman Radio Plus, you know, being in the credits. That's amazing. Yeah. So dinner with the band. Dinner. <laughs> when Find out when we're throwing another band's news before anyone else. And, and you don't have to yeah. stay in public. You have a side stage. Yeah, exactly. For you, where you can just watch it. Watch the, the concerts. So I think it's a very uh, interesting way. That's why I was saying that I don't know if it's actually nowadays, uh, especially I'm not talking about bands like, for example, uh, Neobli Biscaris is already known around the world. It is known. but And it, bigger, and it has a record label. But bands and, that are really new, that are really starting, I think it's not a bad option to try exactly. crowdfunding, places like DistroKid or other stuff to... Uh, release their material and promote it. There's places like Bandcamp uh, and so on. It's If you want to find out more about this, you can also go on YouTube. There's, I think, a one-hour presentation by Neobli Viscalis where oh, they, yeah. they explain why they're doing this. Uh-huh. 
I don't know, did Winter Sun have something like that or just... A- uh, they, oh, you always have to have something like a video presentation. Otherwise, it's not very successful, your campaign. Yeah. People rely a lot in seeing the person you are donating to. Yeah, that's true. These kind of things. I think it's a very, uh, how to say, common practice or recommended practice to do this. Yeah. So if you would like to support Neobli Biscaris, patreon.com slash Neobli Biscaris. And let's move on to the next news. Um, oh my God. <laughs> drama. The next one. Drama is, again. Is another contender <laughs> for drama of the year. And if you have heard before signups in the past, before we made the break, I always criticize a lot, a lot Ghost. And I have never really been big fan of them. Although... Kirche, the, the song him, was, <laughs> you know, getting a little bit sometimes in my playlist. Yeah. But like really a fan I have never been. And the thing is that now, I don't know why, but this kind of news seems to follow me. I found that news just bomb. <laughs> so Papa Meritus is now being sued by former oh. members of the band. Yeah. So the lawsuit is claiming or those... Uh, I think were four namer, former band members, uh, nameless ghouls. Uh, they are saying that uh, Pop Emeritus never paid them royalties or gave them any, absolutely any money. Yeah. And the thing is that uh, actually the lawsuit is for 200,000 uh, Swedish crowns, Swedish kroner, which is around $22,000, which is, you know, it's some money. It's some money, especially for a band that probably, I don't know how much actually they earn. Now, Tobias Forge, which is Pop Emeritus, is claiming that they, they are not a profit band, really. They don't reach profit. And there's no way there's uh, anything to share with them. But the moment they get uh, enough uh, money to consider themselves uh, profitable, he will share them accordingly. But after, you know, the lawsuit was filed, a lot of uh, things about it and so on. Of course, to fill up the the lawsuit, this kind of mystery with masks and anonymity had to be broken. Yeah, exactly. And so on. But (laughs) uh, they talked to Blubbermouth and they gave a declaration that those uh, four uh, guys suing the Papa Emeritus, Tobias Forge, saying that throughout all the years, we have been on tour with Ghost between 2011 to 2016. Some of us have performed something like 500 shows with the band. So that that shows you already that the band is profitable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 500 shows. I mean, I, I know that when you start, probably you play for the beers. Yeah, exactly. But come on, really, like, I think everybody knows that when you're a musician, there's a moment when you really have to start to value your own music. So and that's a rough of 100 concerts a year. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, a quarter or one third of the year you're playing. So you're playing. That's a profitable band right there. I think they they have profit for sure. And I think also in sales. Come oh, on, yeah. for sure. I and, have all their albums. <laughs> and then said, and throughout the band's album recordings, we have neither been allowed to share in the profits of the band, nor we have seen any incomes accounted for. <laughs> the only thing we receive have been minimal advance payments to allow the band to keep going. This despite the fact that we had had an agreement that any profit should be shared fairly between the band members of the band. So, he says that we have attempted to raise the issue of the band's finances with Tobias Forge. His sole response that he has been there, uh, that 
there are so far no profits to be shared, but that everyone will be generously compensated once the master is a profit. I think he donated all <coughs> the money to the Church of Ghost. And the thing is that this escalated because Tobias Forge is controlling with his own personal companies everything related to Ghost. Even though he's leaving the band, if, if no, I'm not mistaken. This, that, this, this is exactly the point that he, they are declaring that he's trying to turn Ghost into a solo project. <laughs> Because since since the conception of Ghost, our common understanding and agreement has been that we are banned, uh, abandoned on equal terms. But Tobias will ask, act as band leader and manage the band's finances through his own companies. Through contracts received from Tobias and lawyers during 2016, Tobias has attempted to make us sign an agreement that implies we are merely consultants working for his company. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that sounds so familiar here in Cluj. I don't know from where <laughs> an agreement also stating that we would receive less than that a minimum wage for our contributions to the band that's amazing that's amazing yeah according to this proposal <laughs> furthermore we would renounce any and all rights to music royalties <laughs> all above despite the fact that some of us have been members of the band since its foundation investing all our time in the band during the past five years with as much right to the recordings and trademark of, of the band Ghost as that of Tobias Forge. Every time I hear this kind of drama, I, I cannot help thinking about all the fans out there who dream of becoming <laughs> one of these bands. And then you read this article and yeah. see what kind of stuff is going on. Oh, Yeah, and he finishes declaring that our vocalist and former friend, <laughs> former friend, <laughs> so, so, you know, uh, politically correct, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is now attempting to, in another hand and shameless way, to transform Ghost from a band into a solo project with hired musicians. That wouldn't surprise me at all if that would happen. Yeah. After all of this. <laughs> of course. And oh. <laughs> I don't know, it's just uh, unbelievable. Uh, the guys that are uh, suing Tobias Forge are Simon so Soderberg, mm -hmm. Alpha, member of Ghost since 2010, Mauro Rubino, Air, member of Ghost since 2011, Henrik Palm, Ether. Ether since 2015. Martin Hjertstedt Earth <laughs> member since 2014. Wow. So, yeah, my God, I don't know what to say, really. It's... Uh, I told you, I think he, he he might be telling the truth that there is no money because he actually might have donated it to the Church of Ghosts, so... <laughs> Which happens to be a foundation he owns. <laughs> <Yeah>, probably. <laughs> Oh, but this is such a huge disappointment because I, I, I wasn't a big fan of Ghost and it kind of drew me in and I was like, yeah, okay, I can listen. You even have a, a vinyl, huh? I have all of their albums on vinyl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and even the last album, Meliora, I, I found pretty interesting. I, I like, I mean, that's the album that made me kind of listen to them. Actually. Okay. But after this, I, I'm... It leaves such a bad taste in your mouth and you're like, oh, uh -huh. I'm paying those guys so that he can take all the money. Oh. Yeah. I think it's also a little bit of, uh, a little bit naive. They were naive. Yeah, the members true. of the band. I mean, because uh, even if you are very good friends, you know, brothers since childhood, I don't know. Money is money. Money is money and power corrupts. Yeah. And absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. absolutely. Exactly. So, uh, Probably since he felt that he's been managing Ghost, his own companies, 
he felt ownership and I think he maybe had, he's he, not willing to let it go. I think I think you're right and I think uh, that made him uh, have even more experience with that because he had his own companies exactly. and everything. I don't know what these other guys had except the fact that Probably the musician, nothing, just exactly. musicians. Yeah. I think But it's not going to be the first or I don't know which musician would accept in their contract to renounce to your right to any music royalties and rights over the music you are creating. Somebody who doesn't know the law. <laughs> Not only the law. I mean, just for even, I, I do believe, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. You will tell me if somebody has another opinion, please let us know in your comments. Yeah. But I do believe that if you are the owner and the intellectual uh, creator of anything, it's something that you keep as pride also for yourself or as something to feel proud of that you were the one who created, even if it's for non-profit. Mm -hmm. But to come somebody <clears throat> that I seem to also know and come and steal your work and make it yours, steal it, and then kick you out, that's uh, pretty low. That's, yeah, that's very true. low. Uh, well, we'll just have to wait and see what happens, but this is kind of <laughs> disappointing for me. It's so, not yeah. surprising, but it's disappointing. So, so far... Please let us know, which one do you think is the drama of the year? Ghost or Winter Sun? <laughs> right now I'm going with Winter Sun. <laughs> okay. Now is your turn. Next news. Yeah. Next turn. We have the Pugtopsy. <laughs> <laughs> It's a pug-fronted band uh -huh. which released a, a song on 1st of April. Uh -huh. And the song went viral and the people now are asking for an album of this. It's oh, actually yeah. a grindcore, uh, not grindcore band. It's something like a metalcore band, but the vocals are done by uh -huh. bug recordings. The yeah. way he growls and everything. Uh, I find it hilarious. <laughs> I haven't left this much since I uh, first heard Caninus. That's an, uh -huh, an uh -huh. older band. And I think they have three releases, Caninus. They have three wow. albums, uh, which I found also interesting that when Caninus came out, they had a split with cattle decapitation. So... <laughs> Okay. There was cattle decapitation on side A on the vinyl, and on the other side there were caninos. I was like, that, that must have been really weird. So, new yeah. up-and-coming band and a band with dogs. Yeah. Well, there was a guy making metal music with cats. <laughs> I mean, everything is possible right now, because let's not forget there are so many grandmas that perhaps have at home a CD with Christmas carols sang by cats. That, that's still a trend <laughs> as I see it. So... The the funny thing is, uh, this song is being produced by Artery Records, uh, recording, sorry. So uh -huh. these produce Chelsea Green, Austrian Death Machine, Attila, I Wrestle the Bear once, you name it. They're pretty big in what they're doing. So yeah. I hope there's going to be a, 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 a release of this album. But they also do a very interesting thing about with the profits of yeah, this oh, song. The, that's even more beautiful. So there's this uh, website called Neuterhead, Ace of Space. Yeah, it's what <laughs> you heard. If you see the, if you see the logo, it's really like a motorhead exactly. uh, font. And even the logo is the logo of Ace of Spades. Exactly. But it says Ace of Space. Maybe we can leave the link in the, the description. Yeah, it's going to be in the show notes, the link to Neuterhead. So if we would like to... So this is a help. This is an organization which helps pay and neuter the the pets 
uh-huh. organize campaigns for for people who cannot do this or try helping out with different dog shelters or animal shelters and they uh-huh. organize metal concerts so i think they raised a lot of money over thirty thousand five hundred dollars for rescue organization i think that's amazing yeah. so um Boktopsy has also a t-shirt for sale uh-huh. because the album is called snores of sorrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know we have a friend a common friend in american football yeah uh, he has a pug as well and he snores all every time we have a coaches meeting he's snoring like that, that's also my dog because i have a french bulldog <laughs> and he snores as well but if you buy the t-shirt with octopsy yeah. uh, all the all the profits will go to 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 help fund the, and it's not much no it's 15 dollars. 15 dollars. and i think international shipping is another 10 uh-huh. but uh you're doing a really good thing helping uh helping uh some homeless dogs find a shelter or yeah they have some interesting models carnivorous <laughs> hunger t-shirt and it's actually a mock-up of uh a dark funeral i think dark funeral looks like dark cover. funeral yeah, yeah even the logo here on top and so on <laughs> it's a doberman holding some candles howling <laughs> <laughs> very good very good very interesting and actually and good the, cause did you see the button with the cat yeah with the cat yeah richie catmore <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah so oh the last part of the show yeah the last part which is the review of of cinzia chasse three concert and uh at the end we're gonna have also the interview with corbo the mm-hmm. the lead singer and founder of of the band uh, the show itself was was actually really really nice. I haven't seen them live, I think, for many years now. So, for a small introduction, if you don't know, uh, Cynthia uh-huh. Shasetri is a band from Romania, which plays some kind of atmospheric black metal. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, you will see also if you listen to the songs that a lot of people have been comparing them to to Timo Borgir, for instance, or for, uh-huh. with with Cradle of Filth. And that's actually a huge accomplishment to be compared like that. And I can say the same. The first time I heard a song from Sinja Sassetri, I was like, okay, this is the Eastern Europe's Dimo Borgir. Uh-huh. Uh, they had an opening act uh, called Ashena. That's a local band from Cluj. Uh, I was too busy talking to, to the organizer and to to the band itself, to Sinja Sassetri, finalizing the interviews and everything to to get a, a feel of um, of what they actually play. I'm, I didn't dislike it. It didn't blew me away what they sang. Uh-huh. I, they go on more traditional ways, like folk metal with black metal influences. It, mm-hmm. It's not bad, but it's been done for forever now. And um, I think that they could reinvent themselves in a better way because the musicians from Ashena, they're actually good. So if they would go on a different musical path or try to be more i don't know technical with what they do uh-huh. i think they will have more success and i think the biggest problem with them is that they have all nine to five job so no. they have to work a lot and no time for practice but we all know like, that how uh, it is. like that's the life of uh, small bands start uh, you know trying to make something out but you know how is the musical exactly. scene especially the metal scene in in yeah, many that, countries that, i think true. is pretty similar Oh, and Sinja Sassetri was really fun. I mean, they're fun guys. I I think I know most of them personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they tried to explore with their music the Romanian old myth and mythology. Oh, and, that's nice. And, uh, well, Sinzia Shasset 3 actually... Uh, I won't spoil you the interview. You will find out what actually means because it's actually pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, what, what was the reaction of the people uh, while the concert started? Um... I think the, the the normal reaction that you have all to 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 the concert, people were happy, yelling, clapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, they oh. now they now have reinvented themselves with the new look, so they're all leather and they have leather armbands till the elbows and leather chest plates. And the uh, mm. the singer mm-hmm. uh, the singer, sorry, uh, had a, a giant axe and everything, and it was like <laughs> it it fitted right in with with everything that they were singing, and they had fake blood on their face and i was like yeah this is mm-hmm. so 10 years ago but yeah I, <laughs> yeah i will to accept grab the ketchup it. <laughs> <laughs> i will accept it, it, it yeah, it's okay the show was nice and um the organizer had a raffle at the end and uh-huh. they could win tickets for different shows i think over cool. doom over bucharest which uh, it's been made. Uh, it's been organized by the by the same uh, person who who made the Sinzia Shasset three concert in Cluj, which is pretty pretty nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. with with this occasion, I would like to thank uh, Florin Shandor and Titus yes. Constantinescu for uh, for helping me set up this interview and for the press passes and everything. So thank you guys. And check the show notes because there we are going to put uh, links to yeah, of course, all their websites. So you can also check. Uh, since a three, even we were going to put maybe a song or something, a link to a yeah, video on YouTube, so you course. can uh, have an idea of how it sounds. And, uh, well, let's listen to the interview. Sure. And then we'll return. Sign up. Sign up. So we are talking to Corbu from Cynthia Chassetri. First off, thank you for the interview. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Can you tell us how the band started? Um... The band started in uh, 2007, me and my uh, two other colleagues from that time. We decided to take our music to another level, to change a little bit the, the perspective. Before this, we, we've played together in different bands, approaching different kind of uh, extreme metal music, but we we decided to focus more on something more Romanian to, to call it in this way and to promote the music the landscapes, the fairy tales the stories, the customs from folklore, everything throughout the music So what would be the history behind the name of the band and the name of the band members? Uh, the history behind the name is very 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 funny in a, in a way because at one point, after we, we've made the decision to make the band, we were needing a name. So my bass player from that time, which was a faithful bass player, we played together almost 10 years, he found out on, on the internet the story about um, a tombstone on which was discovered this prayer, this ancient prayer to an ancient goddess, a pagan goddess, and uh, in in that prayer, a, l- a line from it was saying "Since the Chasse Three, meaning I'm with Triple Six, but not in the satanic way or occult way. It was um, basically the limit between the the land of the gods and uh, the land of the living in the pre-Christian mythology and uh, beliefs. 
and we liked it and we said okay it's a good name for us it represents both the the history both the romanian lands a little bit of mythology so we go with this even though it's a very hard name to pronounce <laughs> for us also it took uh, a little while to to learn how to pronounce it correctly but it's okay so would you how would you pronounce it correctly since they and uh, the names for the band members because your corbul which means raven yeah yeah uh, We decided to choose some nicknames, not to use our normal daily names, because uh, the whole concept and the whole idea is to create a story. And this story, in this story, we ourselves, the members of this band, are somehow like um, uh, how to say it, um, like part of this story. We are like some entities. Me as the raven, in the mythology the raven was the bringer of death, it was the bringer of uh, good luck, or it says that um, with one eye he was looking into the past and with one eye into the future. And based on that we've searched for each member of the band that was in in since the until now and it will be from now on to have a nickname to to be some kind of i don't know uh, something animated something to be a plus to the music to the image to the whole idea and concept there were a lot of changes throughout the, the history of since the with band members um did that in any way uh, influence the music with the new ones or did you stay did you have a recipe that you wanted to to pursue until the end no for us we are very flexible it's sorry it's uh, it's normal to have some issues it's normal to for people to come to stay a while and then to find something else or whatever and they leave the band but for for us musical musically speaking it's um, we try to overcome ourselves with each song, which album to improve ourselves and that's why we are using a lot of influences from another from all metal genre and from um, let's say from death metal, black metal, heavy metal, trash metal, using different types of voice and voices and uh, characters and we have a lot of guests in our music basically just to to give our music much more perspective to to make it more colorful to make it more accessible and in the same time when uh, someone listens to the music to be able to create his own version of the story to find him his his own way in our story that's why okay some people come some people go but we move on and we try to to use our possibilities to the maximum and overcome ourselves each time. How did you manage to get a a, a deal with a record label from from Italy? Uh, I must rec uh, recognize that um, in that period of time when our uh, contract was given to us by Aural Music, I was playing in that time with Negura Bunjet and. Um, Playing with Negura Bunjet, you, it's it's normal that being a band at a high level, very high level, rather than we were at that time, I was 
being in contact with a lot of persons, with a lot of people with influence, with labels, with producers, with organizers. And uh, the label manager from Aural Music, uh, he liked very much what I did in Negura Bunjet and he knew that I had a band, a personal project, since the Chasse 3, and he asked if I'm not interested to sign a deal with with a with a label for three albums and of course I've accepted it was more than welcomed and uh, <laughs> that <laughs> this is how our story with our own music began how do you see the um, metal scene in Romania compared to the metal scene outside of Romania I see it in the same manner in the same way the only difference between us and uh, the people from outside Romania is that uh, they have a much uh, older, let's say, industry in the music. For us, it began in '89 uh, after the revolution when we started to have concerts and play what we want because, you know, communists and security and all the censorship. And but the the bands that we have in Romania are very professional, very good, very very good bands. And they play incredible, and it's too bad that many of them are not going out to play much more, because for sure they will be in the same range and uh, the same level with other bands, big bands from outside, which had the luck to be there and to to play much more in much better conditions that we have here in Romania. What would be some of your favorite Romanian bands right now? I like most of them. Um, what can I say? In so many years that I play with, I'm very good friend and I like very much Altar. I like Implant Pentru Refuz. I like Scarlet Aura. I like Phoenix. I like Trooper, uh, Seven. A lot of bands from different, different types of music because... And this is, for, for me, personally, I don't like to be on a straight line. I like to listen a little bit from each band, because each, each band has something to, said, to say, you know. And I like all the bands. And there are some new bands, for example, Invader from Valle Juli. It's, they, there are some really good kids that are playing very, very good and makes me happy to know that our metal scenes, uh, scene has a future and a very good future when I'm looking like uh, at bands like those, those guys. I've heard some, sometimes a comparison between Sinzia Chasse 3 and Dimo Borgir. Sometimes I heard the comparison like the Romanian Dimo Borgir. How do you? How, how how does that make you feel actually when you, when you have a comparison with such a big name on the on the market? Yeah, not only with Dimu Borgir, I had the pleasure of being compared with Cradle of Field, with Emperor, with Dimu Borgir, as you said, and not only by the people, even by the greatest critics from around the world who who catalogued us and said that we are the Romanian version of Dimu Borgir, and that's. For me, it's a very big appreciation <laughs> coming from some big critics comparing me and uh, the band with a huge band like Dimo Borgir or Emperor or 
cradle of field. It's it's good. It, for me, it's how can I say? Is the certitude that I'm on the right path, even if it takes me longer. But it's okay being compared with those names. Um, there are still some voices that say that if you're a metalhead, you must be some kind of a loser, or you don't have a job, or you do a lot of drugs. How do you how do you respond to those people who still have this preconception? I don't know what to say. You know, it's it's always if you're a biker, you're a bully. If you're a rocker, <laughs> a metalhead, you're a satanist and a drunk and whatever. No, no. I I, I know and I know a lot of people, a lot of metalheads that are very high ranking in in the business industry. Uh, in, for example, from banks or uh, engineering and medicine and whatever. Even us, the guys from Sinze Chassetri, we have our jobs, full-time jobs. We're going to work eight hours a day, five, hour, five days per week. And in our spare time, we do what we like. We do music. But no, taking drugs and... Uh, Whatever they say, it's bullshit, you know. Even if you take medicine, that's also drugs. And <laughs> we all should be, I don't know, doped. <laughs> and it's not, the, it's not the case. And coming to my last question, what would be your favorite pop song? My favorite pop song? I think I will choose something from Michael Jackson, to be honest. Because that was one of the greatest, greatest, greatest artists in pop music. And um, let me choose one. I, 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 there is a... Let me see. I think it's Thriller, if I'm not... Uh, With the zombies wrong. and everything. Yeah, 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 that's the Thriller. Okay, okay. That's that's my favorite pop song, even though it sounds very rock. <laughs> and what can I say? I'll, there are also nice songs from Celine Dion, from Cena O'Connor, or many, many great artists, which even they don't play metal or rock, they must be listened, because it's a lot of music, it's a lot of passion, it's a lot of work, and each one of us, we have what to learn from that. We don't. Uh, we we must not be like like bulls, you know, seeing only in front of us and what is on left on and on the right to not look at it. We must be sincere and honest. And I don't I don't think that all the metalheads are going home and listen only to metal and all the satans and whatever. I think that in their moments they listen to good music as well. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Sign up. Great interview. Thank you for uh, letting us have this interview with the band. Anything else that we should add now? Just tune in, I think, next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, remember that you can subscribe going uh, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, what I mean is to the podcast. Oh, ah, okay, yeah. You can find there the links to subscribe. If you have an iOS device, if you have an Android device, Uh, if you would like to listen to the podcast just by online, it's fine. But if you subscribe to the podcast, 
Well, be sure to let me rate, give us a good rating there, or any rating that you yeah, want, exactly. actually. Whatever you, you feel like. Uh, leave us a comment there, a review. And please send us your comments, send us your opinions. We are here to uh, give you some information about the metal scene and any recommendation, any subjects that you would like to also... And keep in mind what we say is, is not law. It's just our opinion. Yeah, of course. <laughs> We're human. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like a song that I've been hearing a lot lately. Oh, I know. It's with that fluffy dude with... Exactly. Uh, don't put the blame on me, right? Exactly. <laughs> I, the song is catchy. Oh. You want to listen the, to sing it now? No. Okay. <laughs> Then it's time to say goodbye. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Olaf. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Rafael Ruiz, and we'll talk to you next week. And don't forget to subscribe, send your comments and everything. Bye. All names, sounds, logos, and other related items are owned by their respective trademark and copyright holders. This podcast is a production of Dark Mind Radio. Go to darkmindradio.com to find out more. All rights reserved, Dark Mind Radio 2017.